Hey, hey guys. Alrighty. So we are just going to dive right into today's episode. And uh, I really want to talk a little bit about what drives us and what our motivations are, um, especially when it pertains to really, I mean, anything in life that we're going after. I think, I think our MO, our motivating operation, like anything that drives us to do literally almost everything I can think of um, in life is driven by some of these factors. But I think particularly in relation to business and especially leadership, uh, as you guys know, that that's kind of like my hotspot, my thing, my my area, I guess, of like expertise, uh, you know, mindset and leadership. And so I really wanted to kind of talk about how it pertains to, you know, entrepreneurship and leadership within entrepreneurship in general. So with your permission, I'm going to go ahead and we are just going to dive right in. And so uh, you may have guessed that because I just cannot stop reading, I read about a book a week. Uh, sometimes it takes me, you know, a little bit longer because as I kind of get halfway through another one, I start implementing it and then I start another book and then I wrap up the previous one. And so I'm usually going back and forth between three to four books at any given time. But you know what? Learners are earners. So I'm not even apologizing for it. <laughs> so um, if you've been following me for any length of time, uh, welcome back. If this is your very first time, welcome to The Decoded Project. I'm Courtney Rogers. Uh, you know, as you may have seen either through uh, my intro, I don't know if I'm going to have my intro up yet, but for those of you guys who are brand new, uh, I don't have any intro yet. I'm just, you know, we I always talk here about done is better than perfect. <laughs> so I didn't worry about having anything fancy fancy schmancy to start. I just launched it and just did it. We've had a great response so far. But if you were part of the, the Loyal Decoded audience, uh, I will be actually doing a really cool intro outro um, here in the very near future. And so if this episode already has it, awesome. If it doesn't, that's okay. Um, but anyway, like I said, I'm, I'm Courtney. Uh, and you know what? I... I really just am super passionate about helping entrepreneurship step into their greatest form of leadership and establish systems within their teams. Um, it, it really is a true passion of mine because I feel like leadership is almost a dying art, especially in the world of network marketing and entrepreneurship and really just kind of in general, I think we can see in the family structure, especially in America. Um, that it's just really dying. And, and that kind of really goes back to the idea of what healthy leadership looks like. And so I am just going to talk a little bit about uh, the driving operations or the motivating operations. So if you hear me refer to MO, that's what I mean. So your MO is your motivating operation. Why do you do what you do? Uh, what motivates you to show up the way that you do, think the way that you do, behave the way that you do? Um, and so I'm also going to be going from some really cool... Um, concepts or structures that I learned from the book Think Like a Month by uh, Think Like a Month. Oh my God. Think Like a Monk. I need to stop recording these in the morning. I do it so that the world is asleep and not noisy, but like I do it before my thrive is kicked in. So I apologize. We're going through the brain fog together and we are both enduring my seasonal allergies together because they are in full swing in the morning. So we're all, we're all in this together, right? So let's go back. Think like a monk. That's the name of the book. Think like a monk by Jay Shetty. And it's truly awesome. And it was really, it was a really unexpected find. I actually heard about it from Jesse Lee, who's over on the people's mentor podcast. So go check her out. Um, she mentioned it and I've seen it around and I finally gave it a go because it definitely does not necessarily scream like business entrepreneurship. Like it doesn't scream that from 
the book title or just what I would assume, but it is so helpful. It, it definitely is very much like a mindset uh, book and it really does help to structure your perspective on how you show up in the world and why you show up in the world. Hold on, I'm going to shut my door because I opened it for some fresh air, but <laughs> it's a little too fresh. A little too fresh and crisp for me right th this moment. Um, okay, so I'm going to be talking about the four motivations and he really outlines these in the book, but I'm going to kind of break them down and then I'm going to be relating them to kind of what we do. So if you're listening to this, you're either an entrepreneur, you're either in network marketing, maybe you're in e-commerce, maybe you're an influencer, don't know, but you're awesome. So keep it up. Uh, however, these can apply even if you stumbled upon this by accident, because we do talk a lot about mindset and you're like, Courtney, I really don't have anything to do with business, but I love this podcast. Great. You can still utilize these strategies because like I said, leadership and everything pertaining to it is really just so relevant in our everyday lives because the person you should be leading the most is you. <laughs> and then you can lead people in your family and just kind of in your community and how you show up in the world. And so um, if you have a paper and pencil or whatever nearby, write this down. If you are driving, please don't write anything down. You can replay this later, um, but go ahead and keep listening. Uh, so I'm going to tell you what these four, um, I'm going to tell you one at a time because, you know, I don't want to be giving you all the answers at once because, you know, some people, if you're like me, you're going to hear all four and be like, good, awesome, done. Don't even listen to them. No, you most certainly do. So I'm going to be giving to you, um, these four motivations one at a time. So we're gonna kind of break them down in order, almost like a hierarchy, okay? So the first one is fear, right? A driving motivation, and I talk about this one quite a lot because there are only really two base emotions, and it is love and fear. Every almost, <clears throat> I don't even wanna say negative, but I guess what we perceive to be negative emotions or negative feelings all stem from fear. So yes, anger, sadness, like all those things. Most people think that there are two um, base emotions that are like love and anger or love and sad or love. And that's just not the case. It's fear because why you feel angry or why you feel sad or why you feel frustrated or why you feel overwhelmed or any of those, you know, like I said, perceivably negative emotions is because of fear and fear, not necessarily as in afraid, but fear as in fear of rejection, fear of losing something, fear of being misunderstood, fear of, um, whatever the case might be, right? Like insert whatever. So it is love and fear. And if fear is your driving motivation, okay, so we're, I mean, again, I'm going to kind of bring this in a roundabout way uh, and talk mostly about entrepreneurship, particularly network marketing, because I know a lot of network marketers listen to this. Um, but again, it can relate to anything in your life. So don't um, listen to this and hear things pertinent to network marketing and think, oh, this doesn't apply to me, because it does. So <clears throat> in relation to network marketing, like fear, right, like fear of losing rank or uh, whatever you go for, right? Whatever it is that you go for in your business, whether it's rank, a badge, a pin, a something, right? You're striving to achieve the next whatever it is. Fear of losing that or fear of losing a check or like money, fear of losing team members, fear of losing customers. If you are operating out of fear, and right, and this is really where that scarcity 
mindset gets in. So you're just driven by fear. If you're driven by anxiety, if your business gives you a lot of anxiety, like a lot of these negative emotions, you are driven by fear. And when you are driven by fear and it is one of your driving operations, you show up in a really dysfunctional way for yourself and for your team and just for your business. And so being driven by fear, being driven by the idea of scarcity. Hold on, I have to hiccup. <laughs> if you listen to, I should just like read, like, I don't know. <laughs> I hiccup. If I ever have to do other like speaking engagements on large stages, I just know I'm going to have to be like, hey, all I hiccup all the time. So pardon me, <laughs> especially when I talk. I think it's because I don't really breathe very often. So we're just going to take a sip of tea real quick. <laughs> All right, let's hope that the hiccups are done, but I can't make promises. So going back to fear, if you are operating out of fear and operating out of a scarcity mindset that you somehow have to show up in a specific way in order to maintain your rank, in order to maintain your check, in order to prevent the loss of team members or customers or whatever, um, you are showing up in a very dysfunctional way for your team and for your business and, and for yourself. Because when that happens, you tend to act in desperation. You tend to attract very beta recruits. Like I hate saying recruits, but prospects or partners or other reps or other promoters, whatever you call them in your business, you operate out of this idea of scarcity, which promotes this uh, vibe of desperation, which attracts beta energy. And if you don't know what I mean, when I talk about that, I talk about it probably like three or four episodes back about alpha and beta energy. Um, and pro I promise you, you don't want a team full of betas. And so a lot of us come to this in a very beta energy thing, and that's okay. But your, your, your hope is to get them to grow into pre-alpha and alpha as soon as possible, um, and, and also as healthily as possible. So when I say attracting betas, I don't necessarily mean, so if you're attracting betas, there are betas who have pre-alpha energy who have pre-alpha potential, but then there are betas who like love to stay beta. In fact, if they could be less than beta, they could, they could be like Delta, right? So if you follow the Greek alphabet, like they could, they would be even less than that because they're like, I don't want to lead. I want things done for me. I don't have any of that, like go getterness. Um, I'm super complacent and comfortable and I'm signing on because something about this spoke to me as being easy and free and like, right? Like all of those like very entitled mindset type things. So desperation attracts entitlement. So you, if you were desperate, you were going to be attracting other desperate people or other entitled people. And neither one of those really work very well for your business. You want people who are hungry. You don't want people who like want you to feed them, like spoon feed them, okay? Um, there are people who are hungry and want to be fed, but they, they want to go up and they want to get their food and then they want to eat it independently, okay? I'm not talking about, I'm talking about people who like, want to sit down and have you be like, here comes the choo-choo, like, right? Like, <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want to spoon feed people in our businesses. And so operating out of a motivation of fear, this can also be um, fear that you have in your own personal life and it can bleed into your business and relationships, right? So if you fear losing a relationship, you tend to smother them or push them away 
right? You tend to push people away or you smother them because you're operating out of fear. Um, you're fearful of losing your house, not paying your rent or not paying your car or not feeding your family or right. Like anything. And you are just scrambling. And again, that feeds into this desperation mindset, which if you lean into it in a healthy way, is, is good for your business, but it's not desperation, it's hunger. And so fear is really what separates those two. So a lot of people feel, oh, I'm hungry for this. No, honey, you're desperate. And that's a different thing because you are being driven by fear. Okay, so learn the difference between the two. And how you can tell is if you have major anxiety and scarcity mindset around whatever it is that you fear losing or whatever it is that you are going after or even whatever it is you are clinging onto, okay? So that is how you can tell the difference between desperation and hunger because one is driven by fear and one is driven by motivation and one is driven by vision because they show up for what they can gain Right. So let me break this down again for the note takers. And even for those who don't, let me just kind of create this word picture is, you know, um, desperation is driven by fear. It's driven by what they can lose versus hunger is driven by vision because it's it's what they can gain. Hunger is driven by what you can gain. Right. Which is then driven by vision. And then fear drives desperation, which is fearing what you can lose. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so I want you to think about that, lament on it, and really figure out what is driving you, what you can gain or what you can lose. And from a strictly psych psychological um, standpoint on this, the fear of losing something actually is more, I don't even want to say more, um, motivating, but the human brain is driven to strive more to protect things that they can lose rather than gain reward. And this comes in when we're talking about the pain pleasure aspect of our brain, like that reward system. We want to avoid pain more than we want to gain pleasure. And so one of the ways that you can kind of trick your brain into being motivated to do the opposite, right? To not be motivated out of fear because fear is our default mechanism, right? That, that fight or flight, the thing that's like right in the base of our primal brain. We've talked about the triune brain before. Again, go back in previous episodes to learn a little bit more about it. <laughs> um, but in our most primal part of the brain, is our fight or flight mechanism. So we are driven and wired by fear in our most primal instincts, okay? So when you are evolving into a better person, you are naturally wired to default to fear. So you really have to reprogram yourself to default to other things, these other motivating factors that we're gonna talk about. Um, and so you have to kind of switch it. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to operate out of fear and be driven by what I can lose, how do you switch that to I'm going to be hungry and motivated by what I can gain? So you almost have to switch to, okay, I, I can gain this, but you trick your brain into thinking it by when I gain this, I no longer experience this right? When I gain X, I no longer experience Y. When I gain financial freedom, when I gain, um, you know, I paid off my mortgage in, in, in its entirety, right? Like that's my vision. I'm, I'm, I'm driven by that. 
I'm, I'm inherently avoiding the stress of feeling strapped. I'm um, inherently avoiding living paycheck to paycheck. I'm inherently avoiding stress and frustration and overwhelm, right? So you're still avoiding those things. You're avoiding those feelings. You're escaping those feelings, but you're not afraid of them. You're simply striving to do something different to avoid feeling that way. And can you see how it's very, very different than, um, than being driven by fear, like, oh my God, if I don't, if I don't get this rank, if I don't, if I don't sell, you know, five more boxes, or if I don't do this, like, I'm not going to be able to make my check. Can you see how they're very, very different, right? One is really rooted in fear and avoiding the pain, but not driven by anything outside of that, whereas hunger um, again, kind of still rooted in the healthy aspect of fear, you know, is you're motivated by your vision and you're hungry to go get something and gain pleasure, but you can trick your brain into being on your side and helping your cause, right? By telling yourself the feelings you will avoid in the process. The feelings, because that's kind of, again, you're moving into your mammal brain now, you're, you're evolving from your primal brain to your mammal brain, and you're avoiding those feelings because feelings are also a really large driving factor in how we behave, how we think, what we do, things like that, okay? So you need to tell yourself, I am hungry to go after whatever this is, right? I'm hungry to go after and pursue financial freedom, to pursue time freedom, right? Let's, let's use like, I'm really hungry to quit my job and stay home full time. Why? I'm going to avoid the feelings of guilt around my motherhood or fatherhood. I'm going to avoid the feelings of guilt around this. I'm going to avoid the feeling of um, owing somebody my time. I'm going to avoid the feeling of whatever. It is so much more powerful when you shift that thinking from being driven by fear, which is rooted in your scarcity mindset and desperation, or rerouting that fear and turning it into hunger to gain something that you want in order to avoid the feelings that the op that, that whatever you're avoiding, right, gives you. Frustration, overwhelm, guilt, um, anxiety, right? Whatever the case might be. So I want you guys to really think about this and I'm going to be doing different episodes covering the four different ones. So stay with me and listen to these four as they come out. I'll be releasing all four at the same time, which I never do, but I will cause I love you. <laughs> um, and so you are going to want to listen to these like in reverse. So when all four come out, you're going to want to go back four to fear and then listen to the following three. <laughs> but if you're listening from the beginning, don't do anything differently, keep listening. <laughs> um, and so we're gonna kind of close out at that as I really want you to ask yourself this, am I being driven by fear or hunger? And you're not gonna show anyone else, you're not accountable to me, you don't have to tell anybody, so I really want you to be super, super, super honest. If how you show up in your business is driven by anxiety and you just feel so much like you just feel anxious, like when you go to your phone or your computer or when you think about your goals and what you have to do each day, when you're when you're making your income producing activity calendar or whatever it is you do every day for your business, does it give you anxiety? Are you like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how am I gonna get three more customers by the end of the month? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how am I gonna help this person get to that rank? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh if I don't do this, my check is gonna be really crappy. Like, oh, if you, if you show up that way, you are driven by fear. 
And honey, I want to tell you, there's nothing wrong with it right now. Like, I'm not shaming you. I'm trying to teach you how to shift it. And this is not going to be an overnight thing. This is not going to be something you tell yourself once and you're like, oh, I no longer operate out of fear. No. But you do have to keep telling yourself this and believing, like, I am not fearful. I am hungry. And tell yourself what you are hungry for. This is why vision boards are so important. Excuse me. This is why vision boards are so important or whiteboards or post-its or, or journals or something you can see that shows you what you are going for and being driven out of hunger, be driven to achieve that. And I also want you to, when you are creating your vision boards or your whiteboards or, or journals or whatever it is you use, um, you know, I almost kind of want you to write down or have a picture of or a cutout from a magazine or something of like whatever, like if you want to have a, a your dream house, your dream car, uh, paying for your kids, uh, you know, private school tuition in full, whatever it is for you. I not only want you to put that image there or write that word there, but I also want you to write words next to it that are feelings you will avoid, right? Um, eliminating the stress of living paycheck to paycheck. Um, no more overwhelm, no more stress, no more frustration, no more whatever, right? Like I want you to write words that you will avoid inherently just by achieving that goal. And you will find that your hunger, it's like fuel to your hunger, right? Because we don't have that thing currently. We know how to live without it. So our brain will naturally default to, well, I'm okay right now, so I'll be okay next month when I don't get it. So that's all right. We don't have to get it next month. No, no. You know what it's like to live without it now. So your brain is okay with living without it currently. I know you're like, no, 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 I'm not comfortable. No, I know you're not comfortable, boo. I know you're not, but your brain is. Your brain doesn't have to change. Your brain is there to convince you to stay the same, to not change. Why? It's a lot of work on your brain's behalf and your brain is lazy AF, okay? <laughs> like you need to convince your brain to do something different. And so if you're looking at something you don't currently have right now, your brain will justify the actions it takes to get there by saying, oh, you don't have to do that right now. Like you're fine at the moment. Like if you don't get it, it's okay. You can just try again next month, right? And it tries to disguise it as giving yourself grace. And while there is a fine line, I do believe in giving people grace. I also believe in running like your life depends on it for that goal every single whatever for you, if it's, if it's a week, if it's, if it's every month, if it's every year, whatever, like run for it. Like your life depends on it. If you miss it, then you give yourself grace, but you don't give yourself grace until like you have, like you have given it, like it's over, right? Like the race, like you give it your all for us, right? In my company it is monthly. And so at 1159 central standard time, or excuse me, 1059 central standard time, I am running, 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 running like a crazy person towards my goal. And only once 12 or 1201 hits. So I go, you know what, Courtney, you gave it your all, but you know what? It's 1201. We start anew, start again, right? I give myself grace for missing it, but I don't give myself permission to miss it again. And so what some people do is they operate again out of that fear, out of that scarcity mindset. They feel like they might miss it. So they stop running and they're like, well, I'll conserve energy so I can start strong again next month. No, no, that's not how it works. 
that is a mentality that builds on itself. It is a dangerous snowball and you get confused because you are rolling fiercely down a hill, but you are rolling backwards down the hill. Okay. You are gaining really crazy momentum, but backwards. And you are so confused because you're like, whoa, I'm rolling downhill. Look how fast I'm going. Yeah. You going downhill backwards. Okay. Real fast. Because that mentality builds like a snowball and it is so infectious. Your brain wants more and more and more and more and more. It wants more complacency, more fear, more of what is deeply rooted in its inherent nature, which is to keep you alive, which is to avoid things that are uncomfortable. <laughs> so your brain is not naturally wired for growth and achievement. Your brain is your own worst enemy until you train it to be your best friend. So in closing, are you operating out of fear or have you found out how to channel it into a healthy way of feeling hungry towards your goal? Remember, hunger is being driven by what you can gain. Fear is being driven by what you can lose. In order to trick your brain into being hungry for things you can gain, you need to associate it with feelings that will inherently be avoided when you gain that stuff. When you get your dream house, when you pay your kids tuition off, when you get that check, when you get this rank, when you get whatever you're looking for, what feelings are you avoiding? Are you, are you avoiding burnout, anxiety, living paycheck to paycheck, feeling overwhelmed, feeling worthless, feeling purposeless? Like what are you avoiding? You need to tie those goals to feelings you are avoiding because when they are just goals, your brain will look at them and go, well, we're comfortable right now. We don't have it. We don't have it right now. We, we're, we're alive. That's okay. Do you like my brain's voice? My brain's voice is super annoying, apparently. Um, but it will convince you that you don't need it right now. And that it's okay. It's okay, boo. You don't need it right now. Mm -mm -mm. You do. You do need it right now because you deserve it. You don't deserve to live anymore in anxiety and the wondering and the fear of loss and the constant worry. And, you know, you don't deserve to live in fear. Your motivation should not be fear. You are better than that. So with that, I will let you guys go and I will catch you in the next episode when we talk about the next motivation that drives us to success. See you then.